I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight we hear the story of J.I. Packer. Let us quiet our hearts before God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 85 on page 380 in the prayer book. Lord, you have been gracious to your land. You have turned away the captivity of Jacob. You have forgiven the offenses of your people and covered all their sins. You have taken away all your displeasure and turned yourself from your wrathful indignation. Restore us then, O God, our Savior, and let your anger cease from us. Will you be displeased at us forever, and will you stretch out your wrath from one generation to another? Will you not turn again and quicken us, that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your mercy, O God, and grant us your salvation. I will hearken to what the Lord God will say, for he shall speak peace unto his people and to his saints, that they turn not again. For his salvation is near to those who fear him, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall flourish out of the earth, and righteousness shall look down from the heaven. Indeed, the Lord shall show goodness, and our land shall give its increase. Righteousness shall go before him, and he shall direct his going 
in the way. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Tonight I want to tell you the story about J.I. Packer, an Anglican priest, evangelical theologian, author, professor, and a friend and mentor to me and so many. Born in 1926, James Enel Packer in Twinning, Gloucester, England, he was known as Jim or, in his professional writings, J.I., at age seven, Jim suffered a near-fatal head injury when he was hit by a bread van. It left a prominent dent in his forehead that would be seen for the rest of his life. And because it was now impossible for Jim to play sports because of the head injury, he turned his attention to reading and writing. We could argue that this was a providential, yes, tragic, but providential, bread van injury to turn this man towards studies and benefiting so many as a result. He had a nominal Anglican Church of England faith growing up in his home, but he was converted to evangelical Christianity at Oxford on October 22, 1944. He lectured in Greek and eventually began teaching and was principal at Tyndale College in Bristol, becoming known as a leading evangelical within England. And in 1979, he made the strategic move to Canada, to Vancouver, Canada, and began serving as professor of theology at Regent College. As a theologian, Jim Packer was both an evangelical and an Anglican, but he ultimately saw himself as a mere Christian. It's interesting that he did his doctoral work at Oxford on the 17th century St. Richard Baxter, who had originated the term mere Christianity. See, for Packer, this idea that he was merely a Christian, right, committed to the centrality of the gospel, and not to denomination or to tribe, this mere Christianity led him to be able to partner as an evangelical with non-evangelicals. He, as a result, created some controversy in 1994 as he signed the Evangelicals and Catholics Together Declaration. There was so much controversy about it that he ended up writing a Christianity Today article called Why I Signed. But his mere Christianity also at times led him to separate from heretics. Sometimes it led him to partner, but sometimes it led him to separate. Another controversy, a huge controversy in 2002, was when Bishop Michael Ingham, a heretical bishop in Vancouver, approved with his synod the authorization of same-sex marriage and blessings within his diocese. Jim Packer was one of the priests who walked out of that synod, leaving that diocese. And again, with that controversy, he wrote another Christianity Today article called Why I Walked. Now, Jim wrote many books, most famous of all, Knowing God, which I highly commend. But he was also the general editor of the English Standard Version of the Bible, 
that we use as our standard version here at Christchurch and so many others today. And he was also the general editor and chief contributor, chief author, really, of the Anglican Church in North America's Catechism to be a Christian. One of the final books that he published at the age of 88 was on the subject of aging. It's called Finishing the Course with Joy, Guidance from God for Engaging with Our Aging. And in it, you can see the characteristic mixture of joy and wonder and humble wisdom that pervades so much of Packer's teaching and writing. Here's an excerpt. Humility is the product of ongoing repentance as one decides against, turns from, and by watching and praying seeks to steer clear of pride in all its forms. And as the battle against pride in the heart is lifelong, so humility should become an ever more deeply seated attitude of living at the disposal of God and others, an attitude that veteran Christians should increasingly display. Real spiritual growth is always growth downward, so to speak, into profounder humility, which in healthy souls will become more and more apparent as they age. One of my favorite stories about Jim Packer, who was a professor of mine at Regent College, he taught me most of my theological courses. He was a profound mentor and so available to his students. And just a few years ago in 2014, I got a call from Archbishop Bob Duncan asking me, because I knew Jim so well, if I would be his chaplain for our ACNA assembly in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. And Duncan explained to me that as chaplain, that would mean I'd fly to Vancouver to pick up Jim, fly with him, travel with him, take care of him, be his chaplain taking care of him on behalf of the archbishop throughout the assembly. And of course, I was honored, and I said yes. So I was Jim's chaplain. Um, Jim ended up calling me his valet in typical British manner and was so kind and such a dear to travel with. I flew out to Chicago and picked him up at Wheaton College. We drove uh, then from Pittsburgh when we arrived to Latrobe. And there's a funny story that happened to Jim and I while we were driving between the Pittsburgh airport and Latrobe, which I will not share here and I will actually not tell anybody until Jim and I are reunited in heaven. But I roomed with him. I arranged his meals. I arranged all his meetings. And I'll tell you, it was like I was the chaplain or valet to Bono. The guy is like a rock star, so humble, and yet everybody lined up to see this man, to have him sign their books, to just have a word or a prayer with him, and he received everyone. One of my favorite moments was Eric Metaxas, who at the time was sort of a rising star, having just written his Bonhoeffer biography and was a huge rising star within the Christian world. And he shows up at the event as one of the speakers, and I'm sitting in the front row with Jim Packer as his valet, um, getting ready for Packer to speak in a few minutes, but Metaxas is up first. And as we're sitting there, Metaxas leans over and tugs on my shirt sleeve. He doesn't know me, and I don't know him, but I know who he is. And he says to me, is that J.I. Packer sitting next to you? And I said, yes, it is. And he says to me, is it possible that I could just speak with him for a minute? 
And this is while he's getting ready to go up and speak in just a moment. And so he comes over and sort of kneels down on the front row just next to Jim Packer and talks and is just overwhelmed by him, gets up to give his lecture. And Metaxas' first words out of his mouth are, I can't believe that Jim Packer is sitting here in the room. Jim Packer is watching me lecture. I can't do this. And then the, the line that I think sort of broke Twitter that day, he says, J.I. Packer has ruined my lecture today. It was amazing to see the response of people within our movement to this leading theologian, this leading statesman of evangelical Anglican Christianity. At that meeting, Archbishop Bob Duncan awarded him the St. Cuthbert's Cross. He's the only one that's ever received it so far within the history of our church for what he called unparalleled contribution to Anglican and global Christianity. I have so many more stories about Jim, which I will share, I know, in subsequent sermons and the rest. But Jim died July 17th, 2020. He was five days short of his 94th birthday. And Jim's hero was St. Paul. Jesus was his savior, but his hero, the one he tried to live his life according to as a theologian, was St. Paul. And I think these words of 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 6 and 7, describe so well the end of Jim's life. Paul writes, The time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. This is the story of J.I. Packer, the story of an ordinary saint God empowered to impact his generation with the gospel. May his story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed, saying, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.
O Lord, show your mercy upon us and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Collect for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Aid Against Perils Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ, give rest to the weary, Bless the dying, soothe the suffering, pity the afflicted, shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen. I want to close tonight with a prayer for a teacher of the faith on page 638 of the prayer book. Almighty God, you gave your servant, James Packer, special gifts of grace to understand and to teach the truth revealed in Christ Jesus. Granted by his teaching, we may know you, the true one God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.